Heroes of Noticed on Skype recording, like you can do emote emojis. Isn't actually, I think emoji is like copyrighted by Apple. Basically. Is it? Oh, isn't it like a brand emoji? That's a good because like the emoji. Let's have a look. emoji. Google it. Googling emoji are IGE on board. Yeah, it's just not, it's just a name for them. I thought I, I did think it was a company, but it's not. Anyway, emojis on Skype, because that's how me and Chris record this podcast, is through Skypeage. And there's a few different emojis on here. And I've just put my mouse over the little love heart. Oh, so they're called reactions. And there's five reactions here. No, six, actually. There's a heart, a thumbs up, a laughing face, which is crying with laughter. But the best one is probably the one who's... What is that called? When you've got your palm and you punch the palm to symbolise you're going to hit someone, you want to beat them uh, up. Like a threaten emoji. Yeah, as a threat. Or sarcastic. Apparently it's called sarcastic face. It looks pretty sinister, actually. It's quite cool, though. There's two crying ones, which is also quite sad. Anyway, hi. Welcome to Heroes of Handheld. This is the podcast dedicated to handheld gaming. I'm Colin. That's Chris. Hi. And we pod every week, or we uh, at least try to pod every week, and we talk about all the latest things relating to handheld gaming, including, uh, but not restricted to, PlayStation Vita, PSP, uh, Nintendo Switch, which is the majority of thing, uh, the biggest thing we talk about uh, currently, uh, but also Android and iOS as well. Anything that's handheld gaming, we like to uh, to mention it. So we are back again for another podcast in uh, sunny old England. Actually, it's been quite nice this week. And first thing I want to ask you is, Chris, how are you doing? Hi, mate. Yeah, you know, I'm okay. Uh, obviously, this week has been very VVV weird. And uh, I, I was meant to be away this week. And then, obviously, <laughs> events kind of took took the way... Uh, events have gone where they have. And then I'm obviously not away. Uh, then I was meant to be going away, but still in the UK. And then... Uh, I decided not to do that because I didn't think it would be particularly um, sensible. So I have had a a weird week of uh, trying to listen to the news in decent amounts without being too overwhelmed by everything. So I think it's obviously very, very difficult slash important to look after your kind of mental well-being at the moment. And because of that, I've been really just bumming around reading loads and loads of books, um, playing lots of games, and keeping chill. Um, yes, how are you, mate? I'm I'm good. I'm just waiting, because surely we're counting down the days now where outside we're going to look out our window, and there's going to be... I, see, this is, this is going to show the, the gaps in my gaming knowledge, unfortunately, which is not, not very good when you're doing a gaming podcast. But um, Killzone. Remember the game Killzone? What yeah. were those... What were the villains called in Killzone? The Hellgast. The weird robot people. The Hellgast. The Hellgast. Hellgast the robot people. Seven. I just imagine opening the window in a couple of days' time and just seeing Hellgast walking up and down the streets doing patrols. Gosh. That's what I'm waiting for. That's going to happen soon, I think. Uh, I miss Killzone Mercenary on Visa. That was a good game. Uh, that was fun. That was good fun. 
There was literally like I I would say Killzone Mercenary is probably like the peak of the PlayStation Vita. Honestly, was, that was such was a great the, game. Was it a launch? No, no, it was Killzone Four. No, it was launch. I think it was supposed to be a lot. It was supposed to be like the um, the game that was going to be put on the pedestal to show all these massive, the big developers that they can bring their bring their big games to Vita because it had oh, yeah, such a high spec. Wasn't the trailer of someone playing it on a on a bus with uh, the with the remote uh, with the mobile contract Vita version? Maybe yes. Yeah, yeah, God, yeah. The, the mobile Vita. I forgot about that. God, three G. Oh, exclusive, so exclusive to exclusive to Vodafone. Yeah. Jeez, what time to be alive? Yeah, because um, the Mercenary was sick. That was such a good game. You know, so I was—I can't remember where we were going, but I was driving somewhere and I saw a sign for a place, or it was a shop or something, and it was called Frobisher, and it made yeah. me remember Frobisher says, which was Frobisher says. Frobisher says. <laughs> says. So good, so good. What a game that was. Anyway, Vita, such great times. We we played Kills in Mercenary quite a lot, didn't we? I think we, uh, or at least we tried to, and it kept messing up, and we couldn't actually get into the games together for some we'll reason. Play- yeah, we did dabble in it a bit back in the day. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a good, good little title. Uh, what have you been playing this week, Colin? Well, actually, you're going to be surprised. I've been playing a couple of games. Um, and where do I start? I've got two Vita ones. Not Vita ones. God, I've got Vita on the mind now. Two Switch ones I've been playing and one Xbox game I've been playing. I'll quickly mention the Xbox one because people don't care about that because this is handheld gaming. So I've been continuing to play Star Wars Fallen Order, which is just an absolutely brilliant story-driven first-person game. And it's so good, um, but very, very difficult. I've spoken to a lot of people. I can't actually remember what difficulty I'm on. I think I'm on the third difficulty because there's four in total, maybe, uh, which is obviously quite a challenging one. Uh, and I've heard from a lot of people that they've had to reduce the difficulty in certain points because it's just absolutely crazy hard. And what makes it more frustrating is that the save points aren't very forgiving in um, yeah. Fallen Order where they will just be sporadic around the map. And if you're low on health, you have to make a sacrifice. You can eat, if when you get to a save point, which is a place where you meditate, you can either, uh, you can save your game automatically. It's fine, but you can either replenish your health. But by doing that, you have to, all the enemies in your surrounding area will respawn. So if you've just gone through a really difficult bit and you're wanting to revive your health, you have to decide whether you want to risk getting your health back up, but then having those enemies around you again. Uh, so that's tough. But anyway, I've been playing that. And there's a, I'm not, I can't say who I was battling because I feel like it will ruin the plot yeah. if you um big Star Wars fan um, and you know about all the canon and all the books and everything. But anyway, I've, I've got to a bit in the game on uh, Daphomir, which isn't a, I don't think that's a spoiler, you're on Daphomir. Obviously, that's got a significant importance to a lot of uh, Star Wars elements um, from the Clone Wars and um, before that. Um, no, I think it was the Clone Wars uh, between the f- second and third films. Yeah, so Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. That planet had quite a big uh, importance and certain plot points and certain characters. Anyway, so I'm on this planet and I've got to a boss who you knew you were going to have to fight eventually. And oh boy, oh boy, was it so, so hard. And I was close to throwing my controller many times because <laughs> the, the battle itself was, was very, very hard because 
the thing with Fallen Order, their boss battle, the boss battles are fantastic. They're really good and varied. But each villain has, or each boss has its certain weakness, which you have to exploit, as most um, games do. You know, you've got to exploit a weakness of them. Um, but the problem with this villain, this guy, um, or girl, could be a girl, mm, this person, is that they have such a varied... Um, attack varied attacks that okay. it's impossible to know how to block how to attack and it's almost a bit random and it's very frustrating but another frustrating thing about it is that if you do die whilst you're battling him or her, or her. Uh, you have your her you have to go you have to go back to a save point which is before three other enemies so you've got to go all you have to respawn at this point you got to battle three enemies you then got to sprint to get back which takes probably about two whole minutes to get back there and then do the battle again which is very very frustrating but i finally beat him or her the other day and oh boy oh boy i i jumped up and i was so excited so happy and it got to the point where the life of this uh, villain was so low that when you're attacking them they're just letting you attack them i was just like Die, motherfucker! Die, 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 die! So, so, so happy you got him or her. Uh, but anyway, I've got past that bit, which is great, and I've got to one of the pivotal parts in the plot. I think we're potentially coming. I'm coming to the end game now, and I've now got to fight another boss, who is a boss who's been following you the whole game. And oh boy, I can't even attack once without dying. So I've gone from one frustration to another, and yeah. But it's such a great game. It's so good. And it's a great challenge. You really have to, you know, use all your skills in the game and really time your attacks perfectly. And, and all the um, different villains are very varied. But no, it's definitely great. If you're a massive Star Wars fan, you should be playing Fallen Order. It's an absolutely brilliant game. So, yeah, I've been playing that. Sorry, yeah. I spoke too much on that. So let's talk, let's talk, let me talk about the Switch games very quickly. Then we'll uh, pass over to Chris Tufa. So two games I've uh, been playing this week. The first one, is a game called Wanderling, uh, which is an interesting concept, really. it's It takes a lot of inspiration from the Mario games and platformers like that. But the twist on it is that rather than play as the hero in the game, you're playing as one of the, I guess, minions is the right word, like one of the minions of the villain. So you know in... Um, in Mario, I don't know the names of them because I'm terrible with names. Chris, you'll know. What are the names of the little mushroom things that Goombas. walk around? They're really called that. Yeah, called Goombas. There you go. Uh, you sort of play as one of those in this world, and it's a puzzle game where you're constantly moving in one direction. You can jump, but uh, if you hit a wall, you go back the other way. But you've got to time your jumps and time when you hit a wall to move back the other direction. And you've got to keep collecting um, food source. And if you don't keep um, collecting the food, then you'll die anyway. Uh, it's an interesting idea. It's really quite fun, actually. And the um, the writing is very on the nose. It's very knowing um, in the stuff that they say. For example, at the beginning, the main villain, I assume this is the villain, is talking, is doing a vlog, basically, of what they're doing. <laughs> and there's a cow filming them, um, basically being sarcastic about the whole thing. So it's it's a cra- it's a weird, weird idea. It's There's a carrot. That's the hero. That's everyone loves. But then... It's, it's, it's bizarre, but it's really fun. I've not played too much of it, but I'm liking, I'm liking the story behind it and the um, thing behind it, so that's cool. But another thing I've been playing, last thing, which I know you'll be interested in, Chris, I've been playing, or I played last night for the first time in maybe, must be around a year, I played some Fortnite. 
last night. Whoa! Um, because I've, I've had it on my Switch for so long. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to give this a go again. And I felt like a grandpa being shown a mobile phone for the first time because I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. I couldn't even figure out how to get into a game when I first loaded it up. I loaded it yeah. up and there was like this this boardroom and it was like saying buy the uh, buy the battle pass. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? I just want to play a game. And eventually I managed to see there's a very small play button in the top right-hand corner. So I eventually got into a game. And... Uh, some reason I was in the team game. I didn't realize that. And we got in a helicopter. We flew around the map. And I killed someone with a shotgun. And I got down to like the last 30 players. Well, happy with that. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty fun. I had no yeah. idea what I was doing. Uh, at one point, I built a wall. And I'm not too sure why. But um, yeah, it was it was quite fun. So Fortnite yeah, is uh, pretty... I played it like last week for the first time in ages. Since we last uh, podded, actually. I played it like, on Thursday. And they've added this whole update is all to do with like spies and stuff and like secret bases. And it's just like, I mean, Fortnite is great, but it is slowly becoming so much more complicated than just like the pure shooter experience it used to be, Um, which is, you know, which is totally great because obviously like games like that need to evolve so they can keep people interested. Um, But it's just like, I don't know, it's very... um, yeah, it's very strange how, how the, like if you were to play Fortnite a year ago and be like, look at what it's going to turn into, you just wouldn't like wouldn't believe it at all. No, it's it's sort of its own being now. It's it's more than just a game. It's it's a, its own community. It's just absolutely massive. Yeah, um, yeah, it's pretty crazy, really. But yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, as you, said, I'm glad you found it the same as well. Where it's just a bit confusing, what's going on, yeah. and you just want to play a game. But um, yeah, I will definitely give it more of a go. What have you been playing? So um, I have, well, I'm waiting for Animal Crossing, which obviously comes out on Friday, which is uh, all sorts of exciting. And I've, I pre-ordered it digitally, so I've pre-loaded it onto my Switch. So nice. I'll be ready to go come Friday, um, which is very, very exciting. And the other game I've been playing a little bit of on Switch, I've been dabbling in a title called Blood Roots. Uh, this actually came out on has been out on steam i think for a little while and playstation 4 for a little while but it came out on switch uh, a couple of weeks ago and this is a i would say um this is like probably hotline miami but in a kind Ooh. of americana uh setting um, you piqued my interest i'm yeah, gonna look you, on youtube whilst you're, you would whilst you're absolutely bloody love this game colin it's such a it's <laughs> such a <laughs> game for you so it's a um, it's an action game by a company called paper cult and basically you play as a character called wolf um who's a uh character wearing a, a wolf's head and it's kind of got this like americana lumberjack um vibe to it where you're going through these like kind of mountain towns and trying to kill all the baddies uh there's sort of links with different animals and stuff as well what's really cool about it is whereas in hotline miami it was basically all um kind of from what i remember guns and a bit of melee weapons in this it's uh there's a much bigger variety of weapons and there's also a really big focus on um comboing different uh moves into each other so for example like you might find um things like a barrel which you can pick up and throw at someone or you can jump on it and roll around and crush them 
uh, you might find a cart which you can you know push into some people but then the wheels come off and you can pick up the wheels and throw them at people as well as like you know axes uh or um swords and rapiers and stuff but then there's What's also the name of the game like again sorry what's the name bl- again this is called blood roots um Bloodroot. and there's also items which will uh you can use as weapons but will also like help your movement quite a lot so like you find things like oars and giant sticks and ladders which you can use to hit people with and club them to death or you can use as a way of like traversing around these levels and the idea is to like keep moving keep hitting uh because it's one of those ones where as soon as you die you just get you know restarted back 20 seconds ago and it's all very like time based and high score based and stuff like that um yeah it's a, it's a really cute game actually i'm really enjoying uh, what i've played of it thus far and like the the way that everything kind of combos together is sick it sort of feels like a western uh, especially because the last kill of the level will go into like kind of slow motion like samurai jack sort of style where it's all like silhouetted yeah. and i definitely say samurai jack is the vibe i'm getting looking at the art style here yeah Very, uh... I... I don't really know too much about Samurai Jack, but I know enough that I saw this and I was like, oh, this looks like Samurai Jack. Um, so, yeah, it's super great. Cool. I really yeah. Blood Roots. Uh, it came out February 28th, so uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, but, yeah, it's amazing. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I'm not super far in. Um, probably I'm still on the first set of levels because they're quite short, but also they are quite hard. Uh, and it's definitely one of those games where you end up... Um, it's very easy to fall into just doing the same thing over and over and over and then like being like, why isn't it working this time? Why is it working this time? And actually you need to think about challenges in a different way. Um, but yeah, it's really, really good. I'm really enjoying Bloodroots thus far. Very quick pace. I'm just watching the gameplay now. It's literally very quick, isn't it? Yeah, it's super very quick very and like fast. very um, exposed as well. It's almost like, kind of reminds me a little bit of the... Um, batman games where you have to like time your strikes and stuff this is kind of like that where you can't just go in and be like and, and mash the smash button because everything like takes its time like the animations and stuff so you really have to like kind of lull people in and like hold your nerve and yeah there's a real kind of a musicality to it which i think is amazing it's really good yeah really digging this it's um i'd probably say a bit more cartoony i know hotline miami was very cartoony but seems even more so than hotline miami not as grim like the art style in hotline miami made everything seem pretty bleak and dark and depressing whereas though there's a lot of blood from what i'm seeing a lot of killing it seems a lot more bright and a lot more welcoming maybe yeah it's cool yeah, though it's good nice. i'd recommend it a lot glad you're liking it pal yeah, uh, the only other little bits of news for me is just how much I'm looking forward to Animal Crossing uh, in two days' time. This is going to be... Um, the reviews are out, and obviously everyone's given it uh, immaculate nines scores, 8s, 9s, and 10s. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be... This is it now, mate. See you later. Uh, it's been fun. Uh, I'm actually looking Isabel. forward to your... I'm looking forward to your weekly updates, to be fair. Yeah, well, this is like how you are with the Harry Potter game, where it's kind of, um, it's even if it's not something you're interested in necessarily playing, it's interesting to hear about people's journeys on, hopefully. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see how we get on when I'm talking about it next week. And you're like, Chris, shut up. You've already mentioned that so many times. <laughs> I, I remember the good old days of the podcast, like six, five, six years ago, where um, you talk about every single year, every single week. And it was, it was just bloody great. Yeah, it's just constant because it is bloody great. So yeah, we'll see how we get on with New Horizons. 
I saw there was some uh, some fears um, yesterday where uh, the Switch online servers were down, but I think they're okay now. I think they're yeah. working okay. Well, I think um, uh, I read that there is a obviously with coronavirus kind of everywhere all the time. Uh, it's a, a, allegedly affecting Japan quite a lot, so yeah, maybe that's why. But yeah, as I say, it sounds like everything's working now. So, but if you can pre-download stuff, pre-download it, baby. Yeah. Good. Well, glad you're liking it. And I'm, as I said, I am looking forward to your um, opinions on it. I mean, what's interesting about Animal Crossing is it's not just the hardcore gamer like yourself that's in that's excited. I'm seeing like influencers online. I, I don't know if they've been paid, but a lot of influencers who potentially aren't big gamers are also really excited for this game. Like, this is the sort of game that brings back brings people into gaming who don't necessarily do it very regularly. So, for example, Pokemon is something that brings people back in. But this uh, Animal Crossing is another one of those titles where we're going to get a, a big playership from people who aren't necessarily playing games every single day. So it's good. I mean, I, I don't know much about Animal Crossing. Most, most of my knowledge comes from your good self. So yeah. is, there an ability, is there an ability to play with other people online or yeah, is it all so just single player? Other people can come to your island. You can go to other people's islands. And I believe if it's anything like the last one, then there are ways that you can go to... Um, other like mutual kind of middle islands that have interesting challenges and games and stuff to do as well so yeah there's a there's a lot going on for sure um but yeah i'm buzzing i can't wait i really can't wait i'm so excited maybe i'll have to give it a gander you should it'd be perfect especially if you're uh, you know going to be inside for quite a long time yeah i mean i will probably wait for you to tell me how good it is because i think um it maybe wouldn't have mattered how good the gameplay is. You would still have loved it anyway, because you've got a soft spot for Animal Crossing. Yeah, I do have a soft spot for it. I just, yeah, it, yeah, it just gets me, you know, just uh... <laughs> right in the in your cheese. Yeah, um, sure. The last thing I want to really mention: this isn't really handheld gaming related, but it is really big in terms of the gaming industry and the, the future of gaming. Uh, and that is the next gen of consoles. Um, yeah. Over the past week, we've had both Microsoft and Sony come out and give details of their, well, give the specs of their next consoles. And that, of course, is the Xbox Series X and the PS5. Now, the problem is I'm not very smart, so I don't really have a clue what any of this means. Um, so what the, as I said, both of them have come out and said what the specs are going to be. So that's GPU, CPU, internal storage, all that sort of stuff. Uh, and I don't really get any of it, Chris. Um, <laughs> I'm reading, I'm reading all this stuff, and it just looks like a lot of mumbo jumbo. But, and because I don't want to embarrass myself and make anyone listening to this like get frustrated, I'm not even going to talk about it. But let, I'm just going to mention that they have released the specs, and both uh, Microsoft and Sony have come out and said that they believe um, that the release dates won't be affected by the current um, coronavirus um, pandemic. So I believe there was a leak where I think it was Sony are looking to release the PS5 on Thanksgiving or near Thanksgiving this year. And obviously Xbox want to release their console this year as well. So it's holiday season 2020. But, you know, they're currently saying there's no plans to delay it, but we wait and see whether that is the case. Um, obviously, we've got a long time until the end of the year. But who knows what's going to happen between now and then. But saying it all goes to plan, it's exciting that we're already on to the next gen of consoles. And I think this could be the generation where I finally move back to Sony and PlayStation again after years of being with Xbox. 
uh, mostly due to Gears of War. But um, we'll see. We'll see. But I'm definitely not the sort of person who's going to buy the new console straight away. Um, I don't feel I need to with my Switch and my Xbox One currently being fine as it is. So, I mean, in terms of the next-gen consoles, Chris, what's uh, where, where are you leaning? You're, you're finally going to head back to Xbox and get a Series X? Is this the time to return to to Microsoft? It's not really a return. I've never owned an Xbox in my life. Is it is it time to enter the world of Xbox then, Chris? Uh, probably not. I mean, I'm not madly... It depends on price point, really, um, because if it's more than, like... It'll probably, ah, it's annoying because I imagine it'll be about £400 for like the basic one for the PlayStation 5, which is probably just within like acceptable range. But also, like, I don't know if I want to go through all the drama of like pre ordering and getting everything ready for day one and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it does look tempting with all those Giga Wizard Teraflops and all that shit. Uh, all I don't those flops. Yeah, lots so of flops. flops. <laughs> Uh, I don't really understand the tech either, to be fair. <laughs> it's just, it's just like I see all this stuff, and I don't. I, I just look for these news articles to tell me whether it's good or not. Yeah. So, and this article I've got from um, VG two four seven hasn't really given their opinion on it. They've just listed it and just said, "What are your thoughts on this?" <laughs> so they obviously haven't got a clue either. Um, yeah. So there you go. I mean, there's a lot of similarities in terms of the optical drive and um bandwidth and stuff like that but um yeah i mean we wait and see price points are going to be big but I, I really can't see myself laying down top dollar yet i did with the xbox one it took me a couple of years i think you got a ps4 the same time as i got my xbox one didn't you yeah so, we got the same um thingy didn't we uh, same yeah, uh, black, black friday, friday. Yeah, yeah yeah so we wait and see but it's uh you know as we move further through the through the year, I'm sure we we'll get more previews. I we haven't seen the picture of the PS5, yet, have we? We can we've seen the Xbox One X series because it looks like a big old desktop computer. Um, yeah, it's like a big tub, basically a square bin. But I don't think we've seen images or artist impressions of the PS5 yet. No, we haven't. Yeah, uh, just the Xbox. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, so that's all you lot. I think that's is that it. Have you got anything else you want to lay? Anything you want to lay on the table? Uh, I don't think so. The only thing I will say is with everything that's going on at the moment in the world, um, we are uh, aware that everyone could be housebound for months at a time. So if you are using that time to play games and stuff, then do let us know what is tickling your fancy um, because obviously people are really going to be hoping for kind of recommendations and stuff over the next little while. So yeah, if anything, uh, you know, tickles your pickle, let us know. Heroes of Handheld at gmail.com. Um, Heroes of Handheld at uh, .wordpress.com. And also you can tweet at us at Handheld Podcast. And if things get super uh, quarantine-y, which there is, you know, talks about, especially for me in London, uh, then, and if, depending on work and stuff, we might look at... Um, Daily what, podcasts? Yeah. Uh, hourly mate um but you know let's see let's see what happens but um we will keep in touch with you guys and we want everyone to as well stay safe practice social distancing wash your hands if you're listening to this pause it go and wash your hands unpause it good and yeah just stay safe and be respectful of other people's fears and 
it's a difficult time for everyone and it's like really fucking hard and just because you feel a certain way it's really i think it's really important that to know that not everyone is uh going to be f- having the same reactions so let's all be nice and supportive and be good and be kind and wash our hands and wash our hands and stay two meters away from everyone and wash our hands have courage and be kind yeah and and don't fight for toilet roll yes oh my god how many rolls have you got left uh we've we've got 18 because i'll tell you what whoa check out quick i know the big man over here i probably should i probably shouldn't have said that oh god People are going to be knocking down the door. Um, it's because yesterday I went to, I did our weekly shop yesterday, as I do. No Bogro anywhere. I didn't find Bogro until I got into the fifth shop, uh, sixth shop I was looking around, and that was only because they were bringing me out the back at the time. So really? just got our normal amounts, didn't panic buy, did our bit. Britain well fights back. How about you? How are you, how are you holding up? How's the well, kitchen roll going? Is, I is had, right? We had three Bogros left. Which would be fine for a couple of weeks, um, but I Jesus uh, Christ, a couple of weeks? Then, Do you shit in the garden? No, but it, uh, I mean we just don't get through very much bog roll. <laughs> Sorry, but also, um, yeah. Well, it's all it's all guys as well, so I guess that's half the wiping. Um, yeah, but yeah, there is uh, I a friend asked me for some help moving some stuff this morning. And I asked for payment in bog rolls, so that I picked up four bog rolls this morning. So this oh, guy's God. got seven now. Well, what you got to do is you got to go to your bank and get out loads of cash, so you're ready to barter for a toilet roll when uh... um, the apocalypse finally starts. So that's God. what you got to do. Oh, there you go. Anything. Crazy times. Oh, let's move on. Well, thank you for yeah. listening, everybody. Um, we will be back next week, I assume, in some form. Hopefully, depending on what the current restrictions are, we might yeah. be restricted just sitting in the dark of no electricity. But we'll, you know, it's changing every day. So stay safe, everybody. If you are at work, if you are self-isolating, or if you're having to do any of that stuff, just take advantage and play some games that you bought for Christmas, that you got bought for for Christmas, and you haven't had a chance to play. This is the time to play them. Get through it all. Oh, boy. Nice. Uh, you can listen to all previous podcasts of Heroes of Handheld on our website, heroesofhandheld.wordpress.com. You can email us at uh, heroesofhandheld at gmail.com. We're on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at handheldpodcast. Uh, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, anywhere where good podcasts are distributed, we are there. So why not find us by Googling Heroes of Handheld? And that is about it for this week. And I've been Colin, and that's uh, been... I've been Chris. Crushed it. Uh, How are we 280 episodes deep and we still can't fucking end it properly? That's <laughs> uh, pretty shocking, really, isn't it? She, yeah. we, should have, we should have like a, a phrase or a saying now, by now, shortly. Well, almost, when we get to 365, we'll have a podcast for every day of the year. Woof. That's, that's crazy. And we still haven't surpassed the quality of giraffe passes. That was just the best. Honestly, what a great episode that was. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. See you soon. Have a safe week. Have a great week. Goodbye. Bye.